Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. On this edition of Inside Today's Country, we catch up with good friend Kimberly Don, who has a brand new single out called Wedding Day. The song was actually written by Chris from Doc Walker. We'll talk about that for karaoke days and the state of Canadian country music in 2020. Canadian country music is doing absolutely phenomenally well. Been able to compete with some of the industries from Europe to, um, let's face it, our Canadian country roster is is doing way better than the United States. All that and more as we go inside today's country with Kimberly Dunn next. She only made it halfway home when her car broke down on the side of the road. Wondering how much more she could stand As the sun was sinking in a rearview mirror Through the dust a man appeared He said it looks like you could use a hand They went to a coffee shop and they talked into the night She couldn't hide the tears when he asked her you alright She said Here we go with another edition of Inside Today's Country, and it is always a pleasure when I get a chance to talk to this lady, and we do not connect enough. Uh, The last time I think I saw you were driving through town in a convertible. Uh, It is Kimberly Dawn, uh, who you and I worked together many, many years ago in the world of radio, but you've been doing country music forever, it seems. You were my boss. Yeah, we we, we, we try to stay away from that a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> you know what um it, it's funny um i started um i started back uh in 2004 with the first release of i'm going home and um i released that in june and um was then hauled off to toronto to play the toronto sky dome so um things have been pretty crazy and in that same year i started my radio career um, on another on, on a station and and you know basically did radio for 15 years and or 20 years and music for 20 years so I've been back and forth between both but now um, I've, I've got my my uh, hands back into the country music industry again as an artist this time which I'm really excited and really scared about mm-hmm. and um, I'm really happy to announce that um, sitting around the fire last summer, I, I was done with radio, by the way, and wasn't sure what direction I was going to take, Tim. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure that you, a lot of people can, can you know, relate to this, that they just have no idea. So what I did was I took time off. I spent time out at the lake. I spent time fishing, horseback riding, hanging out with my grandkids, and doing arts and crafts, painting, and just really spending time with family and reconnecting not only with my family, but I had to do some real soul searching for myself. 
mm-hmm. and had pretty much given up on everything, um, was just going to do what my day job is, which a lot of people don't know, is I work for the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority as a frontline worker for Mentally Challenged. Let's stop you there. This is something you, you're very, very passionate about and have been dealing with for many, many years. Back in 2000, I bought a home in Winnipeg um, with specifications of what I needed so that I could help um, mentally or physically challenged adults uh, basically live a normal life in a home mm-hmm. with proper care and, and not to have too many um, care workers, you know, real consistency, a real kind of family life. And my, my husband and I have been doing this for, for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we only keep, we have three, um, we call them our best friends. Right. Um, but three clients that live with us and range from differences from um, physical disabilities such as Parkinson's to paranoid schizophrenia to Korsakoff's to um, just um, brain damage. We, we have two brain damage clients. So um, I work with them 24-7. They live with us 24-7. We take them camping, fishing. Yep. Um, we do everything with them. And uh, it's one of my prides and joy that that really keeps me grounded because one day I can be out in Toronto, you know, doing an award show and the next day, you know, scrubbing toilets for four men. So, uh <laughs> It, it, well, there's diverse. there's one end of the spectrum to the other. <laughs> yeah, there's it's it's pretty diverse, and uh, uh, but I love what I do, and um, it's a real close family knit kind of thing, and uh, it's it's one of my prides and joy. What else can I say, Tim? I love all of them, and and they're great guys, and they're doing really well because of the work that my husband and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're doing really well, and even the doctors have said, like, you know, these guys are just going to have you know, the perfect life because they do get to live what would be, quote unquote, a normal life. Well, so you took the time off after, you know, radio came to an end like it does for many people uh, and took your time and did your fishing and your camping and all that great stuff. I I love watching your pictures and stuff that you put on Facebook because it makes me go, well, I'd like to go fishing with her one day. Um, You're a better fisher person than I am for sure (laughs) Um, because I always get the hook caught in the wrong places and that never, you know, a good thing. But so where did you kind of decide to really put your feet back into the whole artist thing because I mean you've been performing for years but to really make that jump back into you know being an artist well it's kind of crazy like I said we were fishing and what a lot of people some people know and some people don't we've talked about this before Tim but I grew up with Chris Thorsonson from Doc Walker and Chris um, one of his retirement things because like let's face it as of certain jobs out there don't last forever and 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 country music is one of those uh, Doc Walker is very very lucky They've had uh, longevity in this Canadian country music industry. Um, they've done very, very well for themselves. I think they, what, Tim, seven albums or something I, like that? Well, I'd have to Google that, but I'm yeah, you're somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, but one of the things that people don't know is that I've had the opportunity to record some of the songs that Doc Walker's written, but have never recorded. So I went back and recorded them. Some of them, Burn For You, um, Built That Way, and you can find those all on the albums. But... Mm-hmm. So Chris Thorstensen bought had um, bought a piece of property which is just on the west side of Lake Manitoba, and it's Backer Beach, and there are 20 lots, seasonal lots there. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the first people to get in on this because it's lakeside. Like literally, I look out my front window. There's the sand. There's the lake. And as you were saying, if you've seen some of the pictures on my social medias, 
the sunsets and sunrises are absolutely phenomenal. Well, here's the other thing. So I've I, never had an invitation to come visit you either. You know what? I don't invite. <laughs> I always, like I always tell everybody, you know where I am. You show up. Bring the pop, the uh, bubbly pops, and let's give her. We were sitting around the fire, so it was probably late August, and uh, thoroughly enjoying the fishing and and just enjoying just not having a schedule. You know what that's like, Tim. Mm, You're yeah. constantly running. And it was probably about eleven thirty at night. We had a beautiful bonfire, just a roaring, rip roaring bonfire going, and Chris which he doesn't do very often out at the lake. We all sat around the campfire and he was playing some of the songs that Doc Walker didn't record because, I mean, we all know all of us out there are friends of Chris's and we know a lot of the Doc Walker hits. Yeah. But he goes into the stories about some of the songs that Doc Walker's written and never recorded. And my sister Carrie and I were sitting there. You know Carrie. You guys oh. went up in the helicopter together. That's right. We did. That was the best 15 <laughs> minutes of my life with somebody that I barely knew. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Carrie to hear this interview. But anyway, um, so <laughs> Carrie and I were sitting around the, the campfire, and Chris played this acoustically because we just had the guitar. Mm-hmm. Wedding day. And... I think Carrie and I both just sat there with our mouths wide open, one minute crying, and the next minute just like standing on our feet clapping. It was, it was an amazing song. And and you know when you hear a song, you know as a radio announcer, as as someone who's worked in the country industry from both sides, mm-hmm. there's always that hook. And if you can get a song that has a hook in it, that that just resonates in someone's brain like you just find yourself constantly always singing that song then it's you and i both know it's it's, it's a great song well here's the thing and, you sent that song to me and of course wedding day is your new uh, single that is out now and there's always that rule of thumb and it is that if you haven't hooked me within the first 15 seconds you know yeah. I, i'm just i'm not really interested and I was standing in our living room uh, prior to doing this this uh, you know podcast, and I played it, and it took me five seconds. And I went, "That's a song that just is going to pull everybody in." And I applaud you for that because it's really really hard nowadays to get a song that's going to do that. But literally, Kim, it was it was it was five seconds that I went there. That's that's a song. You have no idea how much that means to me. Um, truly, um, as one of my mentors, one of my heroes, one of my leaders and someone who I very much looked up to, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, you know this, because like I said, we, we, we both seen both sides of radio and, 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 and the one in seven spin for females. I mean, we can get into the controversy about what goes on, but this song had Carrie and I in tears. Mm -hmm. And so for weeks, I'm singing it in my head, singing in my head. We're back into Winnipeg, hadn't been out to the lake. And finally, I I went out to the lake. uh, It was probably beginning of September. And I said, I kind of walked up to Chris real with shy eyes and, you know, ready to bribe him. (laughs) And I said, hey, Chris, you know, you know, wedding day. And he's like, yeah. He said, I really love that. He goes, yeah, pretty good song, a pretty freaky story. And I'm like, and he's just all casual about it. I'm like, yeah. I said, Chris, can I record it? And I thought I was going to get some resistance and be like, oh, you know, personal story, you know, maybe not. And he was just like, yeah, sure. Like, matter of factly, like, just, of course you can. 
So what ended up happening was um, I was able to get a hold of uh, Murray Pulver, who, of course, was part of the Doc Walker boys for many, many years. He still steps in and, and plays with the guys once in a while. They're still writing together, um, still, you know, basically family. But Murray took a more home approach instead of being on the road. And I was just so lucky that he had a spot in November in his crazy recording schedule. And uh, he he was the co-writer on this song along with Dave Wazaloop, all three boys from Doc Walker. And this song, uh, Murray put together. And the first time I heard, because I went from an acoustic version to a full sound version mm. to be able to go into the studio and sing to. And it was almost hard, Tim. Mm. I was like... It, it because you 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 want to put the emotion into the song, but you don't want to end up being a you know a bawling baby throughout the whole thing and not being able to catch your breath. Yeah. Well, I love the sound of your voice in in this song, and uh, I think, as I say, I think it's one of those ones where it just captivates you, and uh, it it brought me in for sure. What is the story behind the song? Okay, it's real personal. I'm going to tell you, Tim. You're the first one getting this. And I'm not sure if I will ever interview and, and tell anybody else about it. But um, Chris, before meeting, which is one of my very best friends, a beautiful woman who is now his wife, and they now have three beautiful children, um, he was engaged to another girl prior to marrying his wife. Oh. And I didn't know this. Like, I've, I've known Chris all my life, but yeah. there's times in his life where, you know, your teenage years, you're all busy, you may not hook up, and... And so it was later on, but Chris was, you know, a lot younger. I mean, he's had, you know, he's been married, what, for almost 15 years now, 10 years. And uh, he was actually engaged prior to marrying this beautiful woman. Okay. And he said he, it was wonderful girl, you know, but just that deep down feeling that it just wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And... So what happened was the day of their wedding, she phoned him up and said, you know, just to let you know, this is our wedding day. And that's the one thing, if, if you, you've ever heard of that girl, Taylor Swift, you'd never really talk about your personal feelings <laughs> with a songwriter because Chris was just sitting there writing it all down. And wedding day was then written. And I think it's one of the most powerful. I think it's... um. I think it's a story that needs to be told because I know that, you know, I've worn an engagement ring prior to being married and it didn't work out. And and you look back at it and you go, it's because the love of my life was waiting for me. It wasn't that time. Yet the person that, you know, you did have that connection with, there's still strong memories there. So it's an emotional song. It's a great story. And the other thing, Tim, that really and I did not do this on purpose in any which way. But one of my, there's two heroes of mine that I've grown up. Well, there's several female heroes that I do have. But two that really resonated through the song with no, without me trying to do it, or even more Murray putting it out there, was I really found, and I opened up to her a couple years ago at uh, a major uh, festival, Reba McIntyre. Mm. And... That's what I thought. This was a song that Reba would do. This is a song that had such a great story behind it. Mm-hmm. And like Reba records those country music stories. Mm-hmm. And I even felt that she was almost coming through me a little bit. Does that sound weird? Not at all. I mean, um, one of the, you know, 
iconic people in country music and to have that as one of the people that you have an opportunity to look up to and even connect to, I think is amazing. Uh, Reba's always been one of those people that I've always been blown away by what she sings and how she tells a story. And uh, I mean, if you can, you know, bring some Reba to yourself, I think that's a, a, a bonus to you. Ray St. Germain, who said to me, um, actually, he this was advice he actually gave to Michael Buble, too, is don't try and sound like Frank Sinatra. Try and sound like yourself. And that was something that because, you know, a lot of us like to do karaoke and, and I did karaoke before I even became a recording artist. And what you try and do is you try and sound like the artist. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard for me when I was starting to sing and sing with a band and sing on my own and do my own music. What is Kimberly Dawn's sound? You know right. what I mean? And I never and, and that was advice that Ray St. Germain gave me is don't sound like anybody else. You sound like you. You know that song. You know that story. You tell it. You tell it like Kimberly Dawn would. And that was kind of how this song, I mean, I was even, I was even a little bit shy to go against Chris on singing this song because he did such a beautiful job just with the acoustic manner and the way he sang it. But I really felt that as a woman who's going to be 50 very shortly, Tim. Hey, I, um, we're in the same boat, my friend. We're, I feel like I'm 20, but there's just things that we don't bounce anymore. And no, I don't have that 20 year old shape anymore either. You know, let's, let's move along. But it was it was it was so crazy because this song was just uh, being able to have hear one of my heroes come through it. It just kind of I don't want to screw it up, but I also it, it just shows how much influence Reba's actually had on my music. Let's go back a little bit. What were your favorite karaoke songs? One song that I actually have in my set when I do play live, um, one of my favorite, favorite songs is Faithfully from Journey. Oh, really? Yeah, I did that one out in Mexico when we were in Cancun this past January. We brought in the New Year in Cozumel, and they had karaoke night, and I'm like, oh, you guys, I'm really nervous. I haven't sang karaoke for a long time. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I'd be too nervous. And my daughter looks at me and she goes, oh, Kim, just get up there. So I did faithfully karaoke in, 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 in Cozumel this past year. But had a lot of, you know what, I had a lot of, I was a big fan of Heart. I was a big fan of Joan Jett. I was a big fan of Stevie Nicks, one of my ultimate favorites. Buffy St. Marie, mm -hmm. Crystal Shawanda, um, Carolyn Don Johnson, which everyone always, whatever, for whatever reason, gets us mixed up. Um, we we talked about that last last September in Calgary, Carolyn and I. Yeah. And and of course Shania Twain. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Some of the biggest names, and then then of course I have my male heroes, and one who I've already talked about, who's Ray Saint Germain, who's had such an influence on my music and radio career, who's stuck behind me like you wouldn't believe, just like you have Tim. And I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed to have had so many people like the boys from Doc Walker. Um, a lot of people in the, in the Canadian country music industry who've, you know, supported, supported me in, in both my endeavors. And uh, with this new song, knowing how the game is played, I'm thinking something really cool is going to have, have happen with ha uh, Wedding Day. And I, I can't be more excited about it. And, and like I said, Tim, the other thing is I was scared shitless because of women not being top played and women mm -hmm. this and you know 
I had to do it. It was calling me, Tim. Well, I'm glad it called you, and I'm glad you recorded it, and it is a fantastic track uh, for you, Wedding Day. And, of course, you can get it uh, wherever you get your uh, digital downloads. Where is Canadian country music going in your eyes in the next couple of years? Oh, that's a tough question, especially with um, when we're recording this interview and what is going on in the world today. Um, First of all, I'm heading into 50 this July, July 15th, and I thought in this my whole entire life, I never thought I would ever see anything like what we're living through right now. Um, As we kind of talked off air, um, Canadian country music industry, I have a lot of friends who are struggling right now because of, Mm -hmm. you know, the situation being so uncertain. Um, And it's very uncertain because a lot of my friends um, in the Canadian country music industry put their heart, soul, but not only their heart and soul, but full time into music. And all of a sudden, you know, we have such a great uncertainty of where things are going. Uh, Canadian country music, though, on a whole, Canadian country music is doing absolutely phenomenally well. Mm -hmm. Um, Canadian country music has been able to compete with some of the industries from Europe to, um, let's face it, our Canadian country roster is is doing way better than the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing way, way, way more play. I mean, it, we were up to 63% uh, in our genre just being played I- throughout the world, mm-hmm. which is huge. Mm-hmm. You and I both know that. Mm-hmm. Like, country music, to get a 63%, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was rock before, baby. Yep. And now country music. And Canadian country music's are, artists are bigger, fatter, and better than ever before and we are not second to none uh what i've always said is if you go anywhere in canada united states or even from what i've heard from some some of my trackers in europe um winnipeg and manitoba is the melting pot for great canadian music Mm -hmm. and it's one of the best for great canadian country music Mm -hmm. and if you're from manitoba that's where the music's coming from. And we should be very, very proud of our artists and our Canadian country family that come together and work so hard um, to bring you great music. We are up to standard. We can compete against anybody and we bring out the best. And that's what you see on a Canadian country music roster from any airplay is you're going to see the best. And there's so many um, unknowns like, Oh, my goodness, there's like, you know, and that's the one thing uh, that we've been learning about more and more while doing this podcast is there are so many great independent artists right across this country from coast to coast. You know, I get so excited talking about the the great, (laughs) I I mean, um, just with with me um, doing both jobs and and being at some of the major festivals and seeing some of those. So, you know, you you go and see the two o'clock artists before the, you know, the 10 o'clock artists. Because uh, let me just suggest Johnson Crook um, in an elevator at the Canadian Country Music Awards, and they did a song called Minnedosa, which is about one of our small little towns right here in Manitoba. The first song I saw them do, I was like, great song, great singers. Yeah. And I, I was heading out to do a cut-in, and I heard them start to sing the song. I spun on my heels, canceled that cut-in, and actually went back and listened to that went back home and started playing them. I've downloaded every, I know every one of their songs. They're absolutely phenomenal. And it's because we are independent artists. You, you'll you talk to a lot of independent oh, yeah. artists. A lot of labeled artists are great, but even they struggle. But, um, you know, you have your Desiree Dorians. You've mm-hmm. got your Tom Dudiums. You've got your Kimberly Dons. You've got your Johnson Crooks. 
you've got your Ryan Cowans, you've mm-hmm. got uh, Donna Marrows. I mean, and Donna Marrow, actually, I told him, I said, you're going to have to watch out because you're not starting to hang with us anymore. You're starting to get up there, you know, with the cooler kids kind of thing. He's had phenomenal success, success, and he's right here from Manitoba. Yeah, he's doing very well uh, with uh, a new single out as well, and we're hoping to get him on the podcast eventually. Oh, you've got to. He's absolutely phenomenal. And like I said, Tim, you and I both know, and I hope that your listeners, um, you know, start to really look out for new artists and, and not always listen to what's being played over and over again. Find that new music that really lightens you up. And I'm hoping Wedding Day you know, has you crying and then cheering just like it did my sister and I when Chris Thorstensen played it, you know, just last summer. And uh, I'm really excited that, you know, as of March 27th, 2020, Wedding Day went out and it's on, like you said, all your music forums. Mm -hmm. And uh, just get on and just, you know, watch my social medias because we're going to try and push it to number one. You're not too excited by this at all. Say hi to your sister for me. And uh, I will. And where do we find Kimberly Dawn on social media? Well, of course, I have my Facebook, so that's Kimberly Dawn. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. And that's pretty much all about I can handle because if I was to go to TikTok or Snapchat <laughs> or something like that, then I would have to have my grandson yeah. be with me at yeah. all times. Uh-huh. So, but you can definitely find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page. I'm on Spotify. I'm on CD Baby. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Amazon. I'm on... We will uh, put all of these into the show notes so people can find you without any problem. Well, Tim, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. And you know how much I love you. You know how much I love you and the fam. Um, And thank you for all that you do. And thank you for supporting me through all these years that you and I have known each other, we won't say for how long. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We're both going to celebrate the big 5-0 this year. I know, right? (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. Very excited by that. Really, yeah. I don't feel 50. No, not at all. (laughs) 49 49 and a half I'm going to hold forever. Here's some other great news that, that... not only came along with wedding day and being able to get back into the music industry and, and have what I think is, is an amazing song written by doc Walker, but we, and this is really hard for people to kind of wrap around their brain. Uh, my husband and I just welcomed, uh, she's a month and a half old now, our eighth great grandbaby. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. We have seven grandchildren and, and as of January, we now have eight great grandchildren and I couldn't be more blessed. And uh, so life is, you know, with, with all the crazy times, I just want to say thank you to you. Um, thank you to your listeners. Um, thank you to my family and my friends and my fans for always sticking with me. But, Tim, I'll tell you, this world is a better place because of friends like you. And I thank you so very much for all that you do. Um, we don't get to talk all the time. But uh, when everything settles down, I'm coming for a visit. Tell Cass to get the couch ready. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll clean we'll clean the dog hair off for you. What cuddles, cuddles, cuddles? We could uh, we could talk forever, my friend, but uh, we will wish you the best with the new single. And uh, as I say, after all this is said and done, we look forward to seeing you through festival season throughout the summer. Fingers and toes crossed, everything works out. And the door, uh, the front door to this studio, is always open for you to bring a guitar in and uh, and play for us. I love you. You know what? Next time I'm, I'm, I'm out there, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my guitar player and we will see you. All right. I will be 
popping in. I'll be bringing coffee. Excellent. Kimberly Dawn, make sure you check her out on social media and check out her new single as well. Thanks for hanging out on Inside Today's Country. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.